0: The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries the conferences, the hyphen, winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss Tommy Novus, Texas Longhorns, and Atlanta Falcons. The genesis for this podcast actually started in a kind of benign way. I was just thinking about the greatest Outland Trophy winners of all time. And as my mind works, I was thinking chronologically. I started with the first Outland Trophy winner, 1946, George Conner, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. My mind went to 1955, Calvin Jones, the Outland Trophy winner, was the first African-American Outland Trophy winner, first player to ever grace the cover of Sports Illustrated. He finished number 10 in Heisman balloting. In 1957, the Outland Trophy winner was Alex Karras, who finished second in Heisman balloting. In 1962, Bobby Bell, Outland Trophy winner, finished third in Heisman balloting. And when I got to 1965, the Outland Trophy winner, Tommy Nobis, I thought, I got to do a podcast on this guy. Nobis averaged 20 tackles per game at Texas and was a two-way player on a team that was ranked number one in the nation at some point during each one of the three years he was at Texas. So this is the story of Tommy Nobis, Texas Longhorns, and Atlanta Falcons, one of the greatest Outland Trophy winners of all time, and dare I say, one of the greatest defensive players the sport has ever seen. In high school, as a senior with the San Antonio Jefferson High School, Nobis averaged 15 unassisted tackles a game. So he was off to play to the University of Texas. At Texas, Tommy Nobis played both ways, linebacker and offensive guard from 1963 to 1965. Now, that 1963 team, his sophomore campaign, he was the only sophomore starter On the 1963 national championship team that went 11-0. And the defense was third in the nation in scoring, allowing only 6.5 points per game. That season, Nobis was all-conference guard and linebacker during the sophomore campaign. So in the 1964 season, let's jump to October 17th, Arkansas defeats Texas 14-13. And what is notable about this game Is that the win propelled Arkansas to a national championship and ended Texas's 15 game winning streak? But how did they win 14 13, Arkansas? Well, in the second quarter, Arkansas had an 81 yard punt return for a touchdown. So entering the fourth quarter, Arkansas was up seven to nothing. Now, bear in mind what that means, which is Tommy Nobis led a defense that had shut down Arkansas, shut them out for the first three quarters of play. Again, the only touchdown was that 81-yard punt return. Well, as I say, Arkansas ended up winning 14-13 because Texas came back to cut the lead to 14-13, but was stuffed on a two-point conversion. That would have won the game for the Longhorns and, in turn, put an end to the 15-game winning streak for Texas. Novus' defense that day held Arkansas to 55 rushing yards and 81 passing yards and just nine first downs. At season's end, Texas earned a berth in the 1965 Orange Bowl, and that was the season that followed the 1964 season, and he led a defense that stymied Joe Namath's Alabama Crimson Tide. The story of the Orange Bowl performance by Tommy Novis is now legendary. On the Texas goal line, as the Longhorns clung to a 21-17 lead over Alabama, Joe Namath Tried to take the crimson tide in, but it was Tommy Novus who led the defensive charge to stop Bama on that goal line stand. Novus made one of the most famous tackles in the history of the game on fourth and inches, clinging to that 21 to 17 lead. Novus made the game saving tackle to stuff Alabama and Joe Namath. Now it's worth noting that 1965 was the last time the national championship was crowned before the bowl season. Well. Entering the 1965 season, Nobus is now a senior, and he would finish seventh in Heisman Trophy balloting. In his senior season, Nobus averaged 20 tackles per game and won not only the Outland Trophy, but the Maxwell Award. Let's look at a few snapshots of the 1965 Outland Trophy winning season. In 1965, in week one, on September 18th, Nobis led a defense that allowed Tulane a total of 18 rushing yards. In Texas's 31 to nothing opening day defeat, Tulane was held to 18 rushing yards. In week two, Nobis made the big play, a game-turning fourth down tackle for minus yardage in the 33 to seven defeat of Texas Tech. Texas shut down All-America halfback Donnie Anderson from Texas Tech, really for the third straight year, by the way, and Anderson would finish just 71 yards in those three games against Texas. In week three. Novus was equally brilliant in a 27-12 victory over Indiana. Stunning Big Ten lineman with his quickness. In that game, Texas won 27-12. Indiana ended up with a total of 54 yards rushing gained, 52 yards rushing yards lost for a net of 144 yards. In week four, Texas shut out Oklahoma 19-0. Novus, after the game, said, the only thing I know is that I had find more fun than to play Oklahoma would be to play them twice in one day. In week five, number one Texas faces off to number three Arkansas. In that game, Tommy Novus had 11 solo tackles, 11 unassisted tackles. Arkansas defeated Texas 27-24, to 24. but consider this. Two of the touchdowns were on a fumble return by Bercher and another fumble return by Trantham. In other words, Arkansas won twenty seven to twenty four but the defense held Arkansas to thirteen points that day on the last game of the season. Texas and texas a and m squared off Texas won twenty one to seventeen that day the texas a and m Aggies were held to negative one yards minus one yards rushing, and zero yards per rushing attempt. What they did was they rushed for thirty three yards and lost thirty four yards rushing All right. well, as mentioned that nineteen sixty five season Novus won the Outland Trophy as the best interior lineman in the country. He won the Maxwell Award as the best all-around college football player in the country. Novus also finished seventh in Heisman Trophy balloting that year. He earned more votes than the Purdue Boilermaker quarterback, Bob Greasy, and the Florida quarterback, Steve Spurrier. Texas coach Darrell Royal called him the finest two-way player he'd ever seen. Novus graced the covers of life. Sports Illustrated, and Time magazines. So when you consider the Mount Rushmore of linebackers, Dick Butkus comes to mind, Lawrence Taylor, Ray Lewis, Novus would certainly be included on the face of Mount Rushmore. Army coach Paul Deitzel called him the finest linebacker he'd ever seen in college. Tommy Novus was a force. He weighed 235 pounds. He stood 6'2 and had a 19 and a half inch neck size. He had an intimidating physique. He was a ferocious linebacker, who was feared. And you got to compound that with the fact that he was quicker than most of the running back that he was trying to tackle. During his college career, Nobis was a three-time All-Southwest Conference honoree and a two-time All-American. And as I mentioned, claimed Maxwell and Outland trophies. So following the 1966 season, Nobis became the Longhorns' first number one overall pick in the NFL draft. And he was drafted by the Atlantic Falcons, who, was an expansion team. So this was the Falcons' first ever draft pick. The 1966 Falcons select Tommy Nobis. Now, Tommy Nobis joins the Falcons for the expansion season, 1966, and that season amassed, and I'll say this slowly, 294 combined tackles. 294 combined tackles, that rookie season that stands today as not only the team's all-time single season record, but unofficially the most tackles ever credited to one player in a season. See, in the early days of football, they didn't really keep good stats. That season, his rookie season of 1966, Novis won the league's NFL Rookie of the Year and was voted to the Pro Bowl. Mention the name, Mr. Falcon. Who comes to mind? Tommy Novis. He played for the Falcons from 1966 to 1976 and led the Falcons in tackles an amazing nine times in 11 seasons. The other two seasons, were 1969 and 1971, and those were the seasons where he was injured, and he only played nine games. Nobis finished his 11-year stellar career with 12 interceptions, two defensive touchdowns, 13 fumble recoveries, and nine and a half sacks. And bear in mind, as I mentioned, these were the days where it was an era where the statistics for tackles and sacks were marginal. They were non-existent. They were recorded. They weren't recorded. So how will history remember Tommy Novus? Linebacker for the Texas Longhorns from 1963 to 1965. Linebacker for the Atlantic Falcons, 1966 to 1976. At the University of Texas in 1963, Novus anchored a defense that led the Longhorns to the 1963 National Championship. And in his career at Texas, Novus averaged 20 tackles per game. He had a legendary goal line stance against Alabama in the Orange Bowl, and routinely shut down the opposing team's rushing games in an era when rushing was paramount. In 1965, Novus was awarded the Outland Trophy and the Maxwell Award. and was a two-time All-American. UT retired his jersey number, and Tommy Novus is in the College Football Hall of Fame. In the NFL, Tommy Novus joined the Atlantic Falcons for their expansion season in 1966, and that rookie season amassed 294 combined tackles, which still stands today as the team's all-time single-season record and unofficially the most tackles ever credited to one person in a season. That season, his rookie season of 1966, Novis won the league's NFL Rookie of the Year and was voted to the Pro Bowl. He is Mr. Falcon, as he led the Falcons in tackles for nine of 11 seasons. This was the story of Tommy Novis, Texas Longhorns, Atlanta Falcons, a man on the Mount Rushmore linebackers, I dare I say, we will never see the likes of him again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abamson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.